What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, guys. Thanks for being here with us this Monday with Wake Before the Day in the studio. Clark and I are breaking down a little bit of what stuck out in Revelation chapter 10 today, and Mm -hmm. we're so glad you're here with us. That's right. If you're looking at Revelation chapter 10, look at the subtitle. It's titled The Angel and the Little Scroll. And just kind of a summary of what's going on here. There's this picture of 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 um, an angel standing <laughs> yeah. with one foot in the waters, yeah. one foot on land. This booming voice that comes up, the containment of that voice, and then this little scroll is given. And then it's got this odd line where it talks about how this little scroll is going to taste sweet like honey to you, but it's going to be bitter to your stomach. Mm. And so, I mean, this is a pretty pretty short chapter, 11 verses. <laughs> we just got down with Mark. We're getting like seventy six a day. Yeah. This is eleven. This yeah. is this is week. Right, but um, I do feel like this is one where you're you like if you're reading this, just like hey, I woke up. It's you know five forty five. I'm trying to get in my word before my day, and you yeah. read this, you're like Revelation, little scroll, Revelation okay. ten. What do we do with this? <laughs> so as we talked about it, here's yeah. a couple of questions that we asked. That's natural. Maybe just natural maybe question. you asked yeah. like, what's up with the little scroll? <laughs> Why is he eating it? That's that ain't normal. And what's up with the sweetness of honey and the bitterness? Yeah. So I'm guessing other people are asking these questions too. Yeah. What's the little squirrel? I know. <laughs> other people, uh, I think, align with us, just theologians and commentators, when they talk about the scroll, meaning that it's the word of God. So yeah. actually, we read about another scroll in chapter five, <clears throat> and we talk about that in the podcast too. And that's yeah. actually representing... Um, uh, the judgment, right? Yeah. That's and so this one though um, references back to different uh, Bible verses in Ezekiel. I think we've read about that in Ezekiel. Yeah, where well, it the literally next, says the next eat question. This yeah, it's talking about eating it. Yeah. Anyway, and so the picture though um, that we get from this scroll and then eating it is the same that we get from um, when Jesus talks about how the word of that man doesn't live by bread alone yeah. when he's in the desert when he's combating satan yeah. he's actually saying you know man doesn't live on bread alone on every written word what is it called? He, he lives by the the word of god alone yeah yeah and so it's that the same yeah. kind of mentality yeah. is showing up here in revelation chapter 10 and he's taken other imagery from again uh ezekiel daniel jeremiah david tons right. of other biblical leaders that yeah. talk about like ingesting digesting eating god's word mm-hmm. and how it's important so one of the lines that we kind of came to is that as we regularly take in god's word into our own lives that's when we have the ability as we intake to give words of light words of love and even hard words of truth Mm -hmm. but if we're not taking it in Mm -hmm. we're not ingesting it we're not going to have anything to offer right right well one of the reasons i mean before we get there though like the why was it sour was because sometimes you know the word of god is sweet and we read it and you know it's about how much we're loved and how jesus Mm -hmm. came to die for us but really the word of god can be offensive in a good way and you can feel judged when you're reading it and we talk about how like maybe that could have been like a little bit of the you know the tummy ache that came after you read the word of god is like okay well i i you know i've done that even when i've been doing scripture reading and then i think oh like ooh, that doesn't feel good to me because when you look back at the letters to the church of sardis laodicea philadelphia pergamum all them like there's a word of judgment and then usually a word of blessing extended to even rebuke too yeah so that's where it's it's a good message but it also 
can be offensive and can be painful at times. Yeah, because the, then that's like that's a cause for action. That's yeah. a cause for change. That's a cause for like yeah. I need to do something. This is telling me something. I need to so, change something. And if we remember, yeah. like, God is good. He loves us. We trust. Like I, I believe that there's a sovereign God. That this world is not chaotic and spinning on its own. And we're and God's reacting to what's happening. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna trust His word. You know, like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. trust that He knows what's best. And so when He gives us instruction, direction. Shoot, I think... Right, even if it doesn't feel good. Yeah, or even makes sense. Right. You know, it's like, I'm going to lean on his understanding, his ability, not my own. That's a good one. And so kind of jumping ahead then to where we were just at, and that's in order to to give this word, so you're intaking it, but to give it out, you got to be in it regularly. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. can't give something you don't got. Yeah, I just actually had a conversation, um, well, maybe not just actually, quite a while ago with somebody that I love, and this topic of just daily Bible reading came up, and uh, my comment was something that you've heard Pastor Ken say, and we've probably heard quite a few times at Emmanuel, is we want to have some intake of the daily word, Mm -hmm. so that way we can have output for blessing and for, you know, a fresh word for, uh, for Holy Spirit to maybe potentially use that word for someone else, um, on a daily basis. And mm-hmm. so if we don't have intake, then what's coming out of us is just us. Yeah. You it's know? just me. You're it's, getting me. It's just Bob. And so what's, what's, you know, kind of like an eyebrow razor in that is like, you might want to get me from like 745 to 815, but like for sure by 815, like I, you don't want to have me because like my true self, my, you know, my sarcasm, my anger, my um, entitlement, like those things are going to come out. Clark and I joke sometimes because it's like Clark's the nice one. So he's the one that's, you know, blessing and and Bobby's usually the one that's a little more like, okay. And so Bobby needs to take the word in daily. So that way I have some ability. We, We all do. We yeah, all do. Yeah, but that we should have some ability yeah. then to to walk in nearness to Holy Spirit and to actually abide. And mm-hmm. like some of the things I just quickly wrote down is when I'm ingesting and digesting the word, um, then I can actually speak blessing and power um, over people that's not just my own. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's actually coming from the written scripture and it's not just me as their mom doing that. Yeah, oh, for sure. And so with that, there's a huge difference between a blessing that is like Clark and Bobby's words and then a blessing that actually has substantial weight from sure. from scripture, yeah. right? And so uh, we're thinking through some of these examples. So of, like practically speaking, yeah, like practically what do you speaking. Mean? So we're talking about like when we're in confession, when uh, we're having a hard time sleeping, when we're angry, all these different things. Like at nighttime when our kids go to bed, we could just go, dear God, you know, bless Kirby, Kirby be kind and be nice. Amen. That's one yeah. thing. But then to go, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord yeah. make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn the countenance of his face towards you and give you his peace. That's a whole nother yeah. level of weight and power and goodness because it's just not me. Yeah. It's it's God's word. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what, what's an example that comes to you when it comes to like <laughs> taking in God's word and then giving it. It's actually a really funny one before we move on. Like I uh, a long time ago, I heard a a comedian or someone say like I don't just say bless you when I hear someone sneeze I say God bless you because I don't have that kind of power (laughs) that's that's kind of a little bit what is coming to mind right now anyway so you had the example of Kirby in bed but literally I mean what is happening then is instead of Bobby blessing my daughter I am stepping in with Holy Spirit and I'm imparting God's blessing on my daughter and I'm saying 
God bless you, Kirby. Yeah. And it's those, that's the difference. Yeah. And so <clears throat> another thing that we've talked about just within having specific um, helpers from the word of God and specific resources or those kind of things actually comes from Chip Ingram a little bit. And he mm -hmm. has a study on spirit warfare. And he says um, so much of spirit warfare that we've talked about with Hollywood is, you know, people experiencing things and seeing things. And he goes, that's a small percentage of people that will experience it. Most often spirit warfare happens in our minds yeah. and how we can combat that is that um, spirit warfare in our minds um you, really you got me off track sorry, you're, you're looking you, at me you're, you're attacking specific <laughs> lies oh, like yeah, you're, oh with, yeah with precision with precision yeah. and so it's good to know um you know vague and generalized bible stories and those kind of things but what's super helpful when we have spirit warfare in our minds is having specific verses for those challenges yeah. so for one in me yeah. in my life give us an example understanding that my brain and um sometimes can carry over the troubles of yesterday mm -hmm. into today and so i automatically usually think of romans chapter 12 yeah when we're promised that um, that our mind is actually going to be transformed in Jesus Christ daily yeah. and that we don't have to carry yeah. the weight of yesterday and the worry of yesterday. And, so that's one specific. And we got a couple when our kids are having a hard time at night. Yeah. You know, you bring up Psalm 23. Well, we've talked about Psalm... Ooh. We've talked yeah. about Psalm 23 too and just yeah. the understanding that even though we walk in the valley of the shadow of death, we will evil. fear no evil. Mm-hmm. And Kirby will throw in a little line, because you're with me, Jesus. And That's so right. I literally, love she includes his name. Jesus, you're with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. And so there's literally been times where, yeah. you know, the kids are struggling at night, and we'll get in and we'll say, you say it to me. Kirby, you tell me that. Yep. And as she's saying it, her body will just relax. And then mm -hmm. she usually doesn't even make it to the end of the psalm because she's <laughs> out in peace. She's asleep. peacefully sleeping. Yeah, and the other one, we're memorizing the Psalm 121. Yeah. So if you're looking for scriptures to memorize, yeah. Psalm 23, definitely. Romans 12, Galatians 5, the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. Psalm 121, and we like that one because it talks about kind of struggling through the night and day aspect of it too, where yeah. like, where does my help come from? My, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And he watches over my life. My foot won't slip. The sun won't harm me by day, nor the moon by night. And right. so again, there's this peace that's given. I guess another one for me when it comes to confession, it's one thing to give Clark's own words and go, yeah, God, I'm sorry. Like, forgive me, God. I'm, I'm sorry. Right. Or go, God, would you create in me a new heart, oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me? And, you know, you guys don't delight in sacrifices, but a broken spirit and a contrite heart, God, you will not despise. Like, there is weight and beauty there, again, because it's coming from God. Right. And so... You know, as one thing we try to practice too is as we're praying out things, you're always replacing them with good. So like the fruit of the spirit, trying to memorize mm -hmm. that with the kids. Yeah. So yeah, Revelation 10, talking about eating scrolls, um, <laughs> honeyness, sweet, sweetness, bitterness, ingesting. But at the end of the day, we can't give what we don't have. So if we're intaking God's word, we have something to offer. Yeah. You got any final thoughts, any comments? No. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you're encouraged in Revelation chapter 10. I know we are just breaking it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, share around your table, share with your kids, share with your spouse, share with your, um, what am I trying to say? Apartment complex, Apartment your home, complex, your the place you live. Yeah. Your resident, roommate, your roommate, That's there you go. your community, <laughs> just share with your community, whether it's family, social friends. media. Yeah. Share what, what sticks out to you. And hopefully this is helpful. Yeah. So, all right. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll catch up next time. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance toward you and give you his peace. Have a great day.